Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo, or at least one of them. It kind of depends and probably some rando too, but no complaining because this is free. Free. This is beauty and the beta bonus audio content. Hello and welcome to the show. Tonight, Blonde and I were guests on Brittany Venti's stream. I first heard of Brittany way back when she showed up on the He Will Not Divide Us stream camera way back in 2017, if you remember that saga. Now she's doing her own stream called Internet Girl, so we joined and talked recent news and predictions for the coming year, and we got into some pretty weird topics involving OnlyFans at the end, so overall, a very fun stream. If you like what you hear, and I hope that you will, check out Brittany's channel using the link in the description. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. hi everyone. Today we have on uh, Blonde and Belly of the Beast and Chris... I mean, oh my God, Matt Christensen. So I'm going to go ahead and add them on so you guys can see them. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, Brittany. Thanks for How having you us. Guys? No problem. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's really annoying how on uh, YouTube you can only put so many letters in the title. And it's like, um, I, do I call you blondes, first of all? Yeah, that's fine. My name's Rebecca. Okay, I'm, I'm Doc, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right. Um, so I wanted to put both your names in the title, but it's you can only see so much from the thumbnails. It's but fine. He's the more yeah. serious person anyway. We we just <laughs> go by Matt and Blonde generally. You know, yeah. you can shorten it, but yeah, we are cursed with a lot of characters. Too many. So um, I want to introduce you guys. Um, but I feel like you guys can introduce yourselves a little bit better. But basically, you guys run what I call a streamcast, but a live podcast, right? Together? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been doing that for four years now. We we go live on Sunday nights and uh, breaking down the news and breaking down all the events of the week. And then we do a call-in show with our audience on Wednesday nights, too. And and I'm uh, running my own independent stuff on my channel as well, posting a few videos a week. And uh, And... Blonde makes her own kind. Con- well, you could describe what's going on with your channel. There once was a channel. There once was of, a channel. Yeah. yeah. When I lived in Seattle, I was blonde in the belly of the beast. That's my channel name. Um, but I had a baby recently. And so when I was a few months pregnant, I was like, let's put the brakes on this for a little while. But I'm feeling kind of the urge to get back into it. But I will have to rebrand now that I am no longer in the belly of the beast. And it was a stupid name to begin with i seriously regret it so i think i'm just going to rebrand as my name which is rebecca and then we'll see we'll see how it goes but i'm feeling the urge again to make to make videos so i think i think it's time i think that's a good excuse to uh get away from stuff did you have any concerns when you were pregnant because i i heard like people get crazy and will call like cps on you and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that one of your concerns? Um, not that I now that I live in North Idaho. Uh, when I lived in Seattle, I was really worried about stuff like that. And then when I was living here, when I moved here, somebody was sending me pictures of my house. This was right before I got pregnant. And uh, I had to call the police and like explain to them what swatting was, which they already knew. And then I went to all my neighbors houses and I was like, all right, like somebody is is doing this and I'm worried that they're going to swat the house. And all my neighbors were like, don't worry we're locked and loaded. Like we have piles of guns in our house. It's, it's fine. It'll be fine. And so after that, I was like, I guess I just don't really need to worry about this around here anymore. Um, it's just a different world in, in Idaho. 
Yes, seriously. I've been to Idaho before and I loved it there. It's like completely 180. It's so funny because <laughs> like over there. Okay. So basically in New York, you know, you get harassed if you were to wear a MAGA hat or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I've definitely gotten harassed before too. And um, just like people will recognize you, take creep shots of you. I've had that happen. But then um, in Idaho, it's actually the opposite. Like the cars, if they see someone from like California, like they see your license plate and they assume you're a liberal and they start like tagging you like like tailgating you and honking oh, yeah. at you and then others will join in like harass them i know those people it's like <laughs> i know other people that maybe are unaware are like oh that's terrible but we have to understand like when you're so used to the other way around it's kind of funny yeah and i'm really protective over this region now even though i'm new and so I kind of feel like we should socially shame people that are liberal out of town. I'm like, do you have your own spaces all over the GD country? Like, get out of North Idaho. What are you doing here? Yeah, you got to screen them. <laughs> They're moving to, I live in Montana nearby. Mm -hmm. And uh, the influx in the last couple of years out of California is crazy. My wife is actually from California. And when she moved here, we put a sticker on her car because she had California plates. Like, I'm not one of them. I don't support <laughs> Maxine. I don't support Gavin. It's cool. You got to clarify, you know? Yeah. Don't my car. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. I heard about that too in Montana that they're having influx of Californians and oh, like it's insane. It's getting kind of divided depending on which yeah. part you're at. Yeah. Well, the, the vast majority of the state is just fine, obviously. But, um, but where I live is, uh, I mean, I, every third plate is from Oregon, California, Washington, especially these days with the coronavirus stuff. People are just fleeing. And come in here and uh, yeah. they've shifted my county to, uh, you know, to a uh, progressive county, essentially. It's a real problem. I understand political pe people need to be political refugees, um, but that's not really what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of people from California that aren't self-aware and they're like, oh, it totally sucks here. Let's move somewhere where it's better. And then they're bringing their ideologies just completely unaware that it's their yeah. ideologies that caused this problem in California in the first place. And I see Biden Harris signs all over the place. I'm, I just, I'm at my wits end here. Well, it's like I love Idaho's it because they, safe. they make every vote they can to increase cost of living in any number of ways. Yeah. And then when cost of living does increase, they go, what is this? We I'm need more government here. stranglehold to tighten the grip to try wow. to control the cost of living. That's not, that's the, never the way it works. So it's outrageous. Yeah. I feel like that brings uh, the term magic soil. Like you can apply yeah. that, but it's just like in a different way. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty worried about this Joe Biden thing too, because the, if I, if I were him, and I saw that there were all of these conservative strongholds that were relatively racially homogenous. I'd be like, all right, Somali migrant camp, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. That's what I'm doing. And, and so I'm kind of worried because they have done stuff like that in Boise and in some, uh, they did it in Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's Mogadishu now. And it's like, isn't that what you would do if you were Joe Biden? I mean, hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, probably I mean, buried in his plan somewhere. It's probably there. <laughs> yeah. So how has the coronavirus actually been where you guys are? Like, have people been complying to what extent? Stuff like that. Mm. You want to go first? Well, uh, are you, so you're talking about reaction to the lockdowns. Or are you talking about the virus itself? Yeah, I'm talking about reactions and how much how how are the laws where you are and how much are people complying? Like, are we they taking it seriously or no? Uh, much to my surprise, we, our governor joined the lockdown bandwagon in like mid to late March. Like everybody did. We had the mask ma mandate starting in, uh, July, which is a little bit late. And 
uh, that still has not been lifted. A lot of the lockdown stuff has been adjusted over time, or at least like restrictions on businesses and that sort of thing. Um, I would say it really depends on the part of the state. If you walk around here, which is uh, one of Montana's quote unquote urban centers, which is like 50,000 people, uh, you're going to see a lot of compliance. I would say if I go to the store, there's probably like minimum 75% of people wearing masks, probably more. Seriously. But if you go to rural parts of the state, nobody really cares. But more rural parts of the state, they're socially distanced by default. There's no point in being terrified of other people because you see Mm -hmm. like three people a day. So who cares? I'm people are annoyed with this stuff. They actually went to um, we have kind of a rogue health director or whatever his title is in this town who's cracking down on businesses in arbitrary terms the other night they were um they were outside of his house protesting and uh and and there's a few bars they just they tried to shut down bars and stuff here at 10 p.m a couple bars are resisting that order and actually have uh on at least uh at the first hearing beaten the county health director in court so there's starting to be some business pushback against this sort mm-hmm. of thing too which is good to see from my perspective at least yeah um, out here, I, I would say there's less compliance. We're probably at 30 to 40% mask wearers in any given vicinity. Um, I'm, I have heard, although I haven't seen that, that the sheriff and, and his folk are coming around and stopping at businesses and making sure that they're complying by the mask mandates. But generally, uh, I'm not seeing people get expelled from businesses a lot. I've only been kicked out of two places and one was the Irish store downtown and the other one was Target. Uh, but outside of that, I, I, I have never worn a mask in any business here. Um, and people wow. are generally just fine, just fine with it. I think that life is pretty normal and I've had people come over from Spokane and Seattle before. And they're like, this is like a vacation from coronavirus. It's, it's totally different than other places. Um, almost every business is open. Um, yeah, I think we're in good, we're in good shape out here, but that doesn't mean that we're immune <laughs> to right. governmental response to coronavirus. I, I worry that at any point in time, they're going to they're going to crack down. And there is a, a, a school next to me where the kids have to wear masks during recess outside, which is very troubling, too. So it's there. It's ever present. But it doesn't sound like it's nearly as bad as it is in the rest of the country. How about you? Yeah. I don't even know where you live. I don't know if you tell people. New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Like New York City <laughs> proper? City? Yeah. Wow. So um, what's it been like there? <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's pretty much how they say to do it on TV, like the protocols and stuff like every business, everyone's wearing a mask. You go outside, everyone's wearing a mask. Personally, um, because of allergies, I've always had to wear masks outside. So nothing hmm. has really changed that much for me. But um, sometimes I'll take it off if I'm walking and it's like and I just don't feel like having it on. I don't, maybe I'm just like oblivious, but I've never noticed anybody giving me a dirty look or anything like that. Cause I've heard that people will give other people in places like New York where a lot of people wear masks, dirty looks if you don't wear one. But, um, I haven't dealt with that, but I did deal with If, if you go in business, they will make you wear it. Like they, they will hundred percent kick you out. If you're not wearing a mask, they will bother you about it. And same with the the train. I took a train to upstate New York recently, the Metro North, and um, I, I didn't have my mask on because there's no one on the train. Like it was just like hardly anybody. And then the conductor walks by and like tells me to put my mask. I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get cute photos here for Thanksgiving. You're gonna tell me to put my mask on? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Was that? Are you saying you traveled for Thanksgiving? That that's. 
is that even uh is that cuomo approved can you do that or is that well that's the thing like i went to a small thanksgiving gathering oh. but it's like not really different than what i would normally do for thanksgiving mm. it was a friendsgiving so it was just me and a few other people mm. so and i feel like it's like if you have the same group of friends and you all I feel like coronavirus has made people have to kind of like pick their groups of friends because like you have to stay around the same people. So if you have yeah. it, you're like only circulating it among yourselves, basically. So it doesn't matter. Maybe these college kids with the coronavirus party had it right. They, they should just congregate and then try to spread it to one another deliberately and then give money to the first person at the party that gets it. Right. Although the immunity is <laughs> not really helping anybody these days. They're still saying, like, we're going to have to vaccinate you and all this stuff. It's like, well, what if you've had it? I heard something about, like, they – I don't remember where I read it. I, I, I haven't been able to find but I remember seeing something about, like, mandated vaccines in New York. Like, it was suggested. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a we'll CNN report this morning that there are going to be CDC issued cards for vaccination. That doesn't mean that it's mandatory, but the idea of ha being a card carrying uh, oh my coronavirus God. vaccine <laughs> recipient is uh, it, I don't I don't want I don't want anything to do with any of that. That's insane. So we'll you try that shit in North Idaho where people don't even vaccinate their kids for polio. It's like they're not going to get some experimental coronavirus vaccine. This is mm. going to be the issue that people split on that they turn on the government. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like they're treating us like dogs with rabies, you know. Hey, we got a rabies <laughs> shot. We're going to wear this collar on our neck. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I wanted to show you guys this. It's in regard to the how New York's handling it. It's something I came across in uh, Staten Island. Oh, they're yeah. actually fighting back. You say the bar located in a COVID hotspot. You guys here? Yeah. CBS News' John Diaz joins us live from the Grant City section of Staten Island with more this morning. John? Yeah, good morning, Chris. Good morning, Mary. And after showing up in large numbers last night, protesters have a sense left. They left late last night. But this morning, though, I want you to take a look right here behind me. Uh, you could see that there's still notices hung up here on this bar stating that a partial vacate order only allowing the owner inside and emergency responders. Now, the New York City Sheriff's Office says there were no arrests last night and no one. Was so basically, they're not allowing anybody in. Chopper 2 flew over Ooh, a major damn. blog party on Staten Island Wednesday oh, night. But wow. Instead, it was a large protest. Most people without masks on, hundreds standing. I bet it was fun. I bet it was American like a party. That's so fun. That's really good to see. Change in the area, demonstrating in front of New York City Sheriff's Office. They're mad about not being able to get their the liquor. Max <laughs> They're not it's having a foreign it. Foreign restaurant that was forced to close when its owners refused to stop indoor dining in an orange zone after several warnings. The general manager seen here getting escorted out in handcuffs Tuesday night for defying the order they're just trying to support their family kevin smith was mixed in with <laughs> i love like the little short uh replies they have them do uh but what i was gonna say is um they in in new york they have uh these little outdoor things but the outdoor things will be like pretty much indoor things so, yeah, like, yeah it'll be enclosed in with windows like sealed in with a door everything's covered it's basically an outdoor in indoor thing yeah. and it's like what's even the difference at that point like well, why is it that you're not allowed to dine inside but you're allowed to dine inside but outdoors yeah it's like a tent effectively yeah. but if you're in i don't know what's going on in new york with that sort of thing but in california or at least la where they uh 
are banning outdoor dining. If you're one of those restaurant owners where they've had indoor dining banned for X amount of months. So you retrofit your business to have one of these stupid outdoor tent things so that you can at least uh, get by. And then they come in and tell you, you can't do that anymore either because reasons they make it up as they go. It's, it's already difficult enough to operate a business in LA, I'm sure. But if you have to jump through these bizarre hoops every five seconds, I, yeah, I'd pack up and I'd move to Arizona or Nevada or something too. get the hell out of there. Yeah. But who's to say that we're, that we're not going to follow closely behind. Like I live in a freedom loving state and I still see, you know, kids having recess outside with friggin' masks on. It's absurd. <laughs> I mean, we have no idea what federal what the federal government's going to dictate over time. They have sweeping powers in in emergent emergency situations. I think our best bet is just to prove that this is clearly not an emergency, which it's not. Uh, I, I mean, I really don't know what recourse we have. A nine month emergency. It sounds yeah. like a pregnancy. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, emergencies are supposed to be acute. And they're supposed to come to an end, but we have all these friggin' different levels of emergency. Like, like we're, we're in a lesser emergency now because we've, we've slowed the spread. It's like, well, then that is not an emergency. Right. Can we get out of this mindset. Well, yeah, we've totally subverted our lawmaking process. Yeah. Executives have emergency powers for things that are urgent, things that are short term, things that need a quick response. If we're nine, 10 months away from this and you have people making decrees that are effectively laws, they didn't go through any legislative body. They didn't go yeah, through the state exactly. legislature. They didn't go through Congress. As far yeah. as the Constitution is concerned, that is not a law. And we've, we've got to get this stuff uh, under control. We've got to have state legislators taking back their powers and, and not allowing governors to have infinite emergency powers. I know. I'll, I hope that'll be a priority in our state, and I hope people will make it a priority elsewhere, too. I hope too. so, too. I mean, but I don't think state legislators are going to do anything because now it's understood by the government how compliant we are as a populace. Um, so I think we're just screwed. Like, they know now that they can do this to us, and we'll be like, wear your mask. We'll be yelling at each other in the street about how you're killing grandma and stuff. We'll totally turn on each other. We'll shut yeah. down our own businesses that feed our families for the greater good. Now that they've seen this, they, they you know, it's like a shark smelling blood. Like, we're, we're SOL here. I thought the whole point of it was like, if we're going to have this, uh, I don't know, like pseudo socialism dictator bs i thought like the whole thing would be like hey we get free money at least (laughs) (laughs) no instead they take everything you have and redistribute it among themselves which is how it always goes but Mm -hmm. yeah you'd uh, well you got your 1200 dollars check right i mean that's uh that'll hold you over for the year yeah outrageous i don't know why why they haven't been giving more free money i don't like this (laughs) (laughs) well there was they're trying to pass another deal but now i guess the uh yeah, the Corona bucks are not a part of the deal that's in the Senate right now. So that might be it. Not like it really matters. That's our money. The amount of money I paid in federal and state income tax, these people can suck my balls. Like that's my money coming back to me. Yeah. And the small business loan mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I, I think uh I think it sucks that tax season is gonna be for those of us that are self employed tax season. It's ca- kinda coming up after all this stuff has happened. Still gotta pay. Yeah. Um I think the reason people are kind of not focused on the free money anymore is because of the election stuff. So I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about the recent news about uh, Georgia? There was footage that showed that poll workers were told to stop counting ballots and then leave. But then some stayed and kept counting ballots. Did you guys hear about that? I saw. Did you see the uh, the the suitcase footage today, Blonde? That was really bizarre. 
no surprise here. I mean, it's obvious that massive election fraud went on and I am fairly certain altered the outcome uh, of the election. But once again, I just don't think I don't think that anybody on the on the left actually cares about the validity of the win. And that's really mm -hmm. where we run into problems here. It's like we used to live in a society where everybody cared about the fairness, not the outcome, more, you know, more than the outcome. And when we've lost that. Um, and so I just don't have any hope that this is going to be uh, that it's going to rule in our favor, that the judiciary is going to be able to do anything to stop it. I, I just I've lost faith in all American institutions. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's going to be more trickling information about how election fraud occurred. But is that going to change the outcome? I don't know. I don't think so. Skag, what do you think? Uh, well, I'm certainly not expecting a change in the outcome of the election. But, yeah, yeah. Uh... Some of us have been talking about process over outcome for many, many months Ooh. on our show. <laughs> no, um, the, on, the, on the suitcase stuff, the stuff in Georgia that you're asking about, uh, I, I always think it's important to wait for the explanation. Sometimes things look bad on first glance and then you get the explanation. And you're like, okay, all right, I guess that kind of makes sense. I've not seen the explanation on the suitcase event. Yeah. That one, uh, that's going to take some explaining. I'm, I'm eager to see what they say to, to make that seem normal. Cause this, it's not just that there were stacks of ballots hidden under a table. It's that they pulled them out after they sent everybody home. Like you were saying, they, they sent, they sent poll watchers home and then we're not going to count anymore, except for we're going to count these that were hidden yeah. under this table in a suitcase because why? Yeah. Hmm. I, I think that's uh, going to be pretty hard to explain. But, like, I don't think anybody really cares about fairness anymore, like Lon was saying. Um, you see it in a lot of things. Like, for example, in, in my own personal case, I had um, a copy strike attempt by a agency that's owned by this Japanese company that owns all these, like, VTuber, Hololive people. Not every mm. VTuber is part of this company, obviously, but they own, like, one of the biggest VTuber uh, sectors on youtube and they tried to copy strike me because i criticized uh their lolly and then all these people that love lollies like little girls uh were coming at me like well you deserved it it's like i thought i thought the where's the moral consistency i thought we were against abusing power and you know there's fair use like wasn't there all these big things like when PewDiePie with Alinity wasn't everyone so pissed when she says she was going to copy strike him. And it's like, oh, but suddenly when you don't like the person who cares. So I, I can see that, too, with the whole yeah. Trump Biden thing. I feel like I'm a million years old. I didn't understand what like half those things. <laughs> I don't know much about lollies either, but I, I get, or I, VTubers. What is that? Like you ever see those 3D looking anime girls and they have a voice actress oh, and they yeah. and they stream. Yeah. Is this like a Twitch thing or do they do this on YouTube too? Mainly YouTube. There's some wow. on Twitch. Yeah. The whole world of stuff that I'm just not privy to. We are old skag. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of references that uh, we don't get. You know, some of the spiciest like Zoomer memes are over our they're over our I heads know. and things we'll like that. We'll just read yeah. super chats from Minecomp and have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we've done that a few times uh although that's something that we probably should know more about it's not it's not i suppose yeah. yeah that's funny that they they troll you like that i don't think i've yeah. had to deal with that yet in recent times at least <laughs> oh they're yeah. coming for you they'll get you <laughs> yeah now that i said that yeah 
Um, do you guys mind if I just take 30 seconds to pause the stream? Because I forgot to plug my laptop on in and it's at 13%. Yeah, yeah, so. no okay, give me one sec, guys. Are we still live? Says everyone can hear us, so. Oh, so I guess so. Are we, Are we on Brittany's channel, channel right now without her? Weird. We could be so distracted. All right. Well, uh, yeah. What can we do? How could we? Can I say? Can I say the whistleblower's name and get her? Banned? I know. I, I don't think they care anymore. <laughs> do you think the algorithm is picking it up? I don't think uh, we've said it. Uh, I I guess if people are still listening, uh, last year about this time, you couldn't say the whistleblower's name. Oh, there we go. It doesn't matter. We were thinking of creative ways to get you banned while you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, even know why. I really like you. I'm just, my instinct is just to go nuclear whenever I'm given the power. See, yeah. doesn't that tell you people something about human nature? Yeah. Mm. That's funny. I forgot to use my, I, I turned it off, but I forgot to use my BRB screen. Um, but sorry about that. It's plugged in now. It, it was like drastically dying. It was 26 when I looked over and then I like looked over again. It was 11%. And I don't know. You do sound like you're from New York. I feel like I should have known that. Do you think my accent's coming back? Yeah. You got an accent. Were you not living there for a while? Yeah. I lived in Connecticut for about 10 years. And um, that's kind of why I sound a little bit like a valley girl. It's because I spent all my like growing up years in Connecticut from like 10 through 18. So and then I moved back to New York. So man. I just I, I remembered you were in New York possible. because uh because you went to the He Will Not Divide Us camera, did you not? Yeah, That's right. I remember yeah, we I talked about that on the show. Control. Yeah. Uh, God, yeah, was, it was really was, fun. Like yeah. it was one of the most fun times of my life. I wish there was a a, a do-over with that one. Yeah. What did it just fizzle out? I know, I mean, I know that thing went on and on and on, but did he just give up eventually? I think so. I remember the last time I heard about Hwindu was that he had a flag and he was uh, live streaming the flag blowing in the wind. And it was a white yeah. flag that says he will not fight us. Yeah. And then someone tried to take a drone with fire on it and try to set the flag on fire. <laughs> with the drone. It didn't work because flags are um, fire retardant. So, oh, yeah. but they actually like, got close. So yeah. They, yeah. Okay, so, hmm. Why does this remind me of Shia LaBeouf? How is Shia LaBeouf really? He's the one who was doing it. He was the one who was posting the flag. Yeah, he was the one running the live stream. Yeah, in the stream. Okay. What year was this? It's like way it's like too 2017. It was like yeah, right like after Trump now. was elected. Yikes, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Feels like an eternity, though. Take me back to that time. It was so fun. It was, it was fun, so yeah. fun. I know. I I really, I, I don't like what it's come to now where it's just like, um, I agree with this. I disagree with this. And then like, it's just a lot of repetitive stuff in general. It sucks. It has to be that way. Oh yeah. Sick of talking about the same stuff all the time. Although now there are new depths of this country. And I, I'm actually concerned that we're not even going to be a country anymore in a number of years. I thought it was going to be slower, but this is really bad. What's happening right now is really bad. It's hard to stay positive. <clears throat> yeah, I think so too. I wanted to ask you guys, I don't know how much you've covered uh, Section 230, but what do you guys think about uh, Trump ch- uh, chasing big tech and trying to get rid of Section 230? Well, I haven't I haven't followed his specific plans other than his tweet, which is to say uh, he wants uh, Section 230, correct me if I'm wrong, basically repealed in the defense reauthorization or he's not signing it. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I mean, I'm fully on board with the idea that uh, Twitter, Facebook, all the rest need to pick what they are. Are they publishers or are they platforms? And they can't enjoy the benefits of both. Uh, what what worries me about repealing 230, if we did go that route, is you will make everybody vulnerable for the uh, or liable for the content that's on their sites. And I worry that that would make it tougher for competitors. It's great to like maybe Zuck or or Jack Dorsey get sued into oblivion because they no longer have Section 230 uh, protections. And maybe they deserve that. But what happens when I don't know? Minds.com, Parler, or some small site is now liable too. Can we get viable competition or get something that's as big and does as well as Facebook or Twitter, but still upholds free speech values? I guess from my perspective, I'm more on a let's refine or enforce 230 rather than strike it, rather than erase it. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, if applied equally amongst uh, publishers, amongst sites, wouldn't it improve competition? If it was applied, I think if it was applied fairly or correctly, but that's probably why it needs a little refining. I think, um, yeah, if it, what you can't, the status quo is not, is not acceptable. The status quo of we're going to, uh, curate content, but still claim legal immunity. Right. Right. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting the benefits of both worlds. Mm -hmm. You're being a publisher, but you're also not liable for the content that you're endorsing effectively. Uh, so if we maybe 230 needs clearer definition, maybe maybe you have to say like maybe you have to declare I am a publisher or I am a platform and here are the rules that apply to that. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. But it yeah, would I, be amazing if if Trump went all scorched earth right before he left office in any way possible. <laughs> I, I really hope that he does that. Yeah, I don't mind him uh, smashing a few things on the way out of office. <laughs> if that's one of them. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like just declassifies a bunch of stuff and oh, yeah. sure pardon you a bunch of people. Declassify everything, pardon Assange. Who else could he pardon? He can't Snowden. pardon Kyle Rittenhouse, I've been told. No, because that was a yeah, state that's charges. That's what I was yeah. wondering too. James Fields also can't be pardoned, unfortunately. <laughs> James Fields did nothing wrong. We're gonna go into someone Fields else's did stream. Do nothing wrong, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I mean, they, he, he really should pardon Assange. That would be huge. And pardoning Flynn, of course, was good, although it does uh, look like it's bias. And the left has this, this stance that he's just trying to further interfere with this Russian collusion effort, which, of course, is retarded. Um, but yeah, he should just go scorched earth, declassify everything to the American public on the way out, try to smash tech, kick it right in the balls. And then be like, all right, see you. See you in 2024 when I'm a million years old. Yeah. So do you guys think that uh, the Re Republicans are trying to sabotage Trump? Well, there's a lot of infighting right now, especially over the over Sidney Powell and over Lynn Wood. And in particular, what they just had to say yesterday or the day before in Georgia, where they were talking about don't even vote in the Senate elections as an act of protest or at least as a way to get Georgia and other states to reform their electoral uh, systems. Is that productive? Uh, well, no, I, I would not be on team don't. I, I think that I think there are a lot of shenanigans that it, that happened. But I, if it was my state with two Senate elections, yeah, I'm, I'm going out and voting. I'm going to try to get everybody I know to do the same. I think the answer is still to vote and clean up the system later. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's always been kind of a, a heart, like a, a never Trump faction of the Republican Party. Yeah. 
But I think any if you're if you're a Republican strategist or a party leader right now, I think you'd be a fool to to move away from the Trump base and toward you know like a Romney figure or someone like that. And Trump Trump expanded the Republican Party by leaps and bounds, and you see that in the in the results of this election even. Who, yeah. He was able to pull votes from all sorts of demographics that Republicans usually don't, or at least increase in increased numbers. Nobody wants the the like. Nobody wants the. I don't know. Lose with uh, lose with integrity, Romney type person. There's no appetite for that. Yeah. I had seen in uh, I don't know if you saw as well in terms of the voter demographics that everything pretty much went up like minorities, uh, women. But the only thing that didn't was white men. That actually went down. Yeah. Yep. White yeah. guy. That is. Uh, Richard Spencer that- pulled them from <laughs> Biden. That's why. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think that he did. Oh, Bart, by the way, live chat reminded me that I, he should pardon uh, Snowden. I, right. I always forget about Snowden. Of course he should. But they I think also that- said Proud Boys, too. What do you think? Yeah. Were they federal? Did they get federal? federal? Yeah. Charge? I'm not sure about the the legal situation there. So I don't know. Hmm. Um, but in terms of the white male vote, I think that Trump, uh, calling the proud boys white supremacists and like, uh, disavowing them. I think that that was very damaging to white men because people look at the proud boys and they're kind of a benign president or presence with a a Cuban leader, like a Cuban president. And they're they're looking at them and they're like, this is not representative of, of all white men. Like, what are you talking about? And I think they feel kind of betrayed. Like white men got Trump elected. Um, they've been a strong part of his base. Like, very few of them are actually white nationalists. And I think that everybody kind of felt like you abandoned us. You, you abandoned us. And they just weren't as motivated to even vote in this I election. Feel like, I feel like he kind of did the worst possible thing because not only did he disavow, but he did it in a way where it wasn't very convincing, where he was just like, I'll just say whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like during the debate when he had yeah. said it. I he, wish he had asked the moderator and Joe Biden what did they do that you want me to yeah. disavow? Yeah. Cause neither of them yeah, would have had answers either. for that. And I know hindsight is 2020. You're in the moment. You don't necessarily think of that, but I, I just wonder what Joe Biden would have said or Chris Wallace would have said, what is the action mm-hmm. that they did that you want me to disavow? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they would talk about, I don't know, spreading hatred or some stupid crap. Yeah. Like they'd that. make up some generic. Yeah. They wouldn't have anything specific. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that would be their answer too. I could have sworn you, we were saying something before the, the Proud Boys were brought up. Lon was saying something. Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know. What were we talking about? Um, Chad, we're talking your, brain, your brain is bad. We were talking about uh, like never Trump Republicans and the split in the Republican Party. And we we're talking oh, about Oh, that's right. Georgia. How the left and the right. I, I was going to make a point about that. So I think that the reason there's this neocon um, anti-Trump presence and, and why they would turn against Trump is that when you look at uh, elitist ideology, there's this huge con- convergence between the left and the right. And I, I look at neocons and I look at uh, high-ranking Democrats, and to me, they are just one in the same. I mean, they both don't want to come back, cut, cut back federal spending, which is a massive problem. They both want to deeper entrench us in in Middle Eastern affairs and uh, get. And the, the, it's it's the same advocacy, and so I think that they see that they could have some kind of alliance going. Uh, and that Trump is the disrupting force. And so it really becomes all about ousting Trump, ousting Trump, ousting Trump, when that's not really the issue. I mean, of of all of the people uh, in political power, Trump clearly has the most broad public appeal. And 
uh, even though he's been a big spender during his presidency, he he was a disruptor and they want to they know that the gravy train is going to stop if we continue to have candidates like this. And he did kind of come out of nowhere, too, which makes them afraid. Like, who else is it going to be like? What if Kanye actually got elected? What would that be like for for Democrats and Republicans? People would be like, what? Like, what do we even do now? Well, I kind of wonder what happens after Trump's uh, hypothetically, both his terms, which, by the way, I think he's going to serve another term. And I'm like the only person on the planet that feels that way, I think. Um, everyone else in the world seems to disagree. You think but... he gets elected again or what's or do you think? Yeah. He... Yeah. Like Joe Biden loses. In 2024. Or no, no you mean, in, you in, mean in, right in now, 20... Joe Biden right loses. Now. I yeah. see. Oh, really? OK. Yeah. Well, what, oh, what God, do you how do right. you think that's achieved? What What would happen? Um. I think that there's going to be, if I had to guess, I think maybe unfaithful votes and they vote um, like states like Georgia, they'll give the electoral vote to Donald okay. Trump. That'd be, but I just, I don't know. It's more of like intuitive thing for me. That's just what I think is going to happen because like what's going to happen is probably the most chaotic option, right? And what would be the most chaotic option? It's not Joe Biden winning. The most chaotic option is acting like he won and then having a huge upset and saying, no, actually Trump's still your president. That would be the most chaotic option. So I feel like with how crazy things are that therefore it has to go that way. If you really think about it, I hope you're right. I will eat so much crow happily. If you're right, uh, this is just such a a fantasy for me at this point. Like I'll, I'll daydream about, about us being able to retain the seat, but it's just, I, I am retreating to an actual bunker if that happens. Like I am yeah, hiding. For sure. <laughs> Give me all the ammo. Give me all like all the freeze dried mm-hmm. food. I'm hiding when that happens. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. It would just be pure, unadulterated chaos no, they, in they every would, American city. Yeah, it wouldn't be funny anymore. Last time around 2017, it was funny with the, the the chick in the green jacket screaming on the National Mall or whatever she was doing. This time it would not be funny. This time that's like that's uh, that's wartime, I would think. Yeah, you're going to have to get out of New York. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I don't plan on staying in New York for the rest of my life. You know, I, I'm like three generations in New York. My grandparents are from New York. And uh, I think my mom tried to break the cycle by getting remarried and going to Connecticut. But then mm-hmm. I kind of broke it again by coming back because that's where my family was. Yeah. So I got I got to finish the job. I got to break the cycle and leave this hellhole once and for all. Yeah. Where do you think you would go if you were to leave? I really, I mean, realistically, I'm not going to move to Idaho because of um, the level of seclusion there is. But um, I really did like it there. I I think it's pretty good. But it does have some cons of like with everything being so spaced out, the obvious cons are there with like um, things being available to you locally. I remember you have to drive to like into town to get your po- your packages like they don't deliver to your house in some areas you have to drive into town 20 minutes with no service while you're driving damn where were you yeah that must have been really rural really rural yeah um i i know the name of the town but i kind of don't want to dox it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i don't know what part of the map no it's, it's it sounds like it's like. probably a really small pl- like a really tiny yeah rural it's place. like a hidden gem that's why i don't yeah. want to dox it yeah. um Cause they were really cool out there. They were all like home tutoring their kids and they're not yeah. dumb either. It's not like this stereotype of like dumb rednecks. No, these people were extremely educated yeah. and yeah. Um, just doing everything very trad, let's say. And it was yeah. really cool to see 
with my own two eyes because I never see that. It's always just like a fantasy online that people talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it does exist. Yeah. But you do need some to be surrounded by dumb rednecks. They, they have a very important <laughs> presence. Uh, yeah, Idaho. I, I crave that presence. Who would have like, you know, I, I never would have thought in my high school yeah. years, you know, I used I to know. be one of these like progressive leftists who hated Bush and all that. And it's like, no, please, for the love of God, give me every Bible thumper as a <laughs> neighbor. Know. That's all I want is rednecks want, and Bible yeah. thumpers to live next oh, to. I know. Please. I know. Yeah. And then definitely all Mormon neighbors. That's, yes. that's really what I want. More Perfect. Mormons in my neighborhood. <laughs> There's a lot of Amish where I yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, can you explain to me? Uh, is this just like something to make people not go there? Like they say, Idaho's potatoes. There was no potatoes. Where uh, were the potatoes? Are they Honestly, tons? There, there are there are potatoes, but I, there are no potato farms near me. I think it's a more central Idaho thing. I might be wrong. Hmm. Really gets you thinking. Why? <laughs> why? It's almost like, oh, it's too boring there. I won't go there. It's just potatoes. Oh, yeah. I tell people it sucks here all the time. Like, oh, <laughs> don't move out here. But I do want um, more conservatives to come here. Yeah, like, that's what they were telling me, too, when I was talking to some of the locals. I'd gone with some friends, and they were saying that they need more young conservatives out there, that they're even willing to, like, almost like pay you to be there, like help you out. Like, cause a lot of these people, like they'll own property there and stuff and like give you a huge discount just based yeah. on you being a young conservative. Cause they just need more of that demographic there, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like paradise. Yeah. So peaceful. Um, my friend's friends just bought a house near me and they had an offer. The people selling the house had an offer for 50 grand more than uh, what they sold to my friend's friends because they were like a young conservative family with several kids. They're like, this is who we need in this neighborhood. And they were leaving town and everything retiring somewhere else, but they still were like very aware that they wanted to retain the cultural integrity of North Idaho. And so they didn't make nearly as much money as they could. And I was thinking about that. It's that and I was like, would I do that? I don't know. Fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, it it would be hard. It'd be <laughs> I pretty thought charitable. you sold your last place to a terrorist in Seattle or something like that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, some Muslim <laughs> guy bought our condo, and I was like, I don't, I don't care. Anybody can take this. I don't care who buys this. I'm yeah. fine. Uh, but would I do that here? Um, I would hope that I would be that kind of person. But that that's a tough pill to swallow. I love how out there is just like. It really is the definition of America in terms of freedom. Like over here, like if you go to New Jersey, for example, to go shoot a gun, there it's like in a range and it's indoors and there's like a person there if something goes wrong and it's like, oh, you can only shoot like this and you're not allowed to shoot really fast. I, I figured that one out because I did it and then I found that I wasn't supposed to apparently. Huh. They don't mention it in the in the little tutorial before you go in, but whatever. <laughs> and um then in Idaho, it's just like you just drive up to some long ditch and there's a bunch of targets and you just go wild. There's no one supervising you. Everyone just does whatever they want. Yeah. Everyone has a gun on them. Like that's normal. It's really easy. And then you just do what you want. And I thought that was yeah. so cool and different. Yeah. They'll let you um shoot anything you want to around here in an outdoor range. So if you want to like yeah. blow up different fruits with your giant gun, they'll let you do that. We got a uh, bunch of balloons and and we got a uh I w- I got to snipe something. I forgot what it was. I think we might have brought some fruits, but we bought a hmm. brought a bunch of random stuff from the dollar That's store. Fun. Yeah. Fun. I know it's constitutional carry now too. I'm I'm jealous on that front. 
Yeah, you gotta get totally. that here. Actually, our great sure. governor vetoed. We had the legislation passed, or the uh, I guess it was a law or constitutional amendment, whatever. The the governor vetoed it when it when it was. Uh, oh man. To him, oh yeah. Just the term constitutional carry. It's like obviously this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. If you're not a criminal, you should have the right to carry. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I'm pretty sure in Idaho um, that there's a, a loosened chain of custody, so I can just give my gun to somebody else here without yeah, really will, any yeah, that's so just cool. private transfer yeah 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 i i mean i don't even think i have to fill anything out i think i can just no. be like this is your gun now here you go yeah it's only that was interstate me with pepper spray i had to give like my female friend who recently got assaulted not recently but like a year ago um i had seen her after she got like sexually assaulted and she didn't have anything on her i was like here take this pepper spray that's like our version of a gun i guess well, oh my gosh, that's not rather have it than anything. nothing I'm surprised yeah. that's still allowed. How long till they ban that? Well, you can't buy pepper spray in New York, but you can you can own it. So you have to like, <laughs> how does that? Do you, you have to like you, fin- you have to basically take the path train to New Jersey into Jersey City, buy pepper spray, and then come back. That's yeah. basically what you have to do. Oh but my god! Legal. Can you get it shipped? Yeah. Can it can it be sent to your house? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I looked right. into it before before I had it. Um. You just they just don't sell it in New York, but you can have it. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, it's strange. I know. And then uh, recently, I think in New Jersey, they now allow tasers. Mm. Just now, recently, yeah. So that's that's kind of that would deter somebody. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen some people get tased on online, and it seems like it hurts like hell. Yeah, and some videos where that we've talked about on our on our show. We've seen, oh yeah, the last the last tasing incident was uh, the Rayshard the Rayshard Brooks shooting. I remember talking right. about that a lot, and which I was going to look at because I haven't happened? seen any. That was the Atlanta shooting at the Wendy's before they made the Wendy's before they burned it down. The guy <laughs> got pulled over for drunk driving. Then he tried to fight Passed the out. cops, and he ripped the taser off the cop and tried to shoot the cops with the taser, and they shot him. Yeah, and then there were big riots. This was like August, and I haven't heard anything because they charged the cop. They charged the Why? one cop with uh, some sort of uh, murder charge, and uh, and the yeah the Atlanta mayor was out uh, virtue signaling about all that. I haven't heard any update in that case. Remember, because they tried the the cop who they they shot the guy. They shot Rayshard Brooks. And then they were detaining him after shooting him. They were cuffing him, and the cop sort of hopped over him to apply the cuffs. And the was it the it was the prosecutor in Atlanta took a still frame of the cop doing that and f- tried to frame it up to make it look like the cop had kicked Rayshard Brook w- Brooks when he was down, but they never showed the video because the video didn't show him kicking the guy. That's it was so just skeevy. how is that allowed? Yeah, like, that, that you don't play the full footage. Why didn't the other side, the defense, or because it was ju- it wasn't it. Uh, as far as I understand, it's still in court. This was just a press oh, okay. conference where they were talking to media saying, look at this evil cop. He kicked him when he was down when it didn't happen. And the guy stole the taser from the cops, tried to shoot the cops with the taser and got shot himself. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the most deserving police shooting I've ever seen in my life. It's like, yeah, And then Wendy's took the brunt of it. They did. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, please come burn down more of our franchises in various parts of the country. Yeah ridiculous yeah that is ridiculous do you guys have any gun advice specifically for women like what's a good Hmm. 
what's a good gun? Because my experience, I've shot a few of them. I don't remember all the names to them. I like some more than others. But I distinctly remember that I didn't like Glocks and it hurt my hand really bad. Hmm. So do you guys have gun advice in general and slash for women? Um, So my husband got me a Smith & Wesson 45 because I have little weak fingers and I can't load our Glock. And mm. I can't load our it's six hours. It really, it really hurts. So he got me this little hand cannon and I ended up never using it because it was like a little snub nose thing. Uh, the accuracy was terrible. And the, the kickback was like, I, I couldn't shoot anything. I couldn't shoot somebody unless they were three feet in front of me, <laughs> but because of the ease of loading it, that's why we got it. And so I would just recommend that you find a, like have somebody else load the gun for you, find a gun that you like, and then get one of those loading assisters. Um, small guns are not necessarily loading better. is there. I've never heard of that. What is that? Yeah. You can get these, like you're better at describing this stuff than I am, but they're like little clips that, that just help you could just pop the bullets in really. They help easily. you stack the magazine. I yeah. actually don't have any of those, but, uh, I know people like to use them. I do know, yeah. um, like if you're, if you're interested in getting a handgun, I don't, are you talking like you're, you're wanting to like defend your home or you're talking, would you want to carry? I guess you can't in New York probably, but um like for right wink wink nudge nudge andrew cuomo not listening or de blasio or whoever we no but um, all, all rules like what 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 sort of purpose would you envision for the firearm oh like walking i guess like the context of where you live does matter but i assume that most people assume like they're outside and something happens. I feel like that would be more likely. So let's go with that. If, if you're thinking like handgun for personal defense type stuff, I do know that um, I don't I don't have them, but I do know Smith and Wesson makes a couple models called the Easies. Uh, they you can get those in nine mil or three eighty. But the whole the whole idea is they're the slides really easy to rack. Um, they're just easy to handle for someone with you know s- small hands, maybe not as much strength. Maybe you just it, other guns are tougher for you to handle. If you really have trouble with high recoil, like do you remember what uh, the Glock that you shot that you didn't like? Do you remember what it was was chambered in? No, not at all. I Probably. just remember it was really heavy and it hurt my hand a lot. And I was like, I never want to go shooting again. And then I went shooting again. I was like, wait, actually, these other guns are a lot better. Yeah. Actually, I like it now. Uh, if you tried something in a nine mil or a three eighty. You'd pr- I think you'd probably be okay. And and for defense purposes, I mean, that's a, that's about as small as you're going to go anyhow. Yeah. Uh, so I check out those Smith and Wesson easies. There's a nine mil easy and a three eighty easy. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. And I'll be and able to an like- AR 15 for home defense. Everybody <laughs> should have an AR. Although you'll lose your ears if you shoot it. <laughs> that's yeah. the only problem. Yeah. It's I don't know what yeah. people meant by like ears ringing, but today, I mean, it's not a gun, but I was trying to clip my hair to go wash my face and I missed and the clip fell out of my fingers, but it's still clamped. And it was right next to my ear. My ear actually started ringing like, hmm. and I was like, Oh, that's what's like to shoot a gun yeah. indoors. Yeah. You know, worse if you yeah, yeah. if you actually did that. Yeah, you probably hurt your eardrum. Like you actually bust your eardrum doing. Oh, if you if you shot an AR inside your house, uh, no ear, no uh, ear protection. Yeah, you're gonna have a bad day. Really? Yeah. Uh, mm. Potentially serious damage. I mean, I would I would take the risk if you had to, but uh, for me, like home defense, I, I'm gonna take a, a shotgun setup for a variety of reasons. But that being one of them, I just don't want to shoot. I mean, I guess it depends on what your AR setup is. You might have different calibers, but I don't want to shoot five, five, six inside my house. Yeah, but to. imagine you miss and you have to like do it again and again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. 
That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, seriously. It's, it sounds really scary though. I think that's why a lot of people don't like guns is because they come from States like New York, right? Where nobody knows how to shoot a gun. They never held a gun before. And then they're like, Oh, that's scary. That's spooky. I don't want to do that. They should ban them. Cause I don't want to have to defend myself. Yeah. I understand that though. I mean, you just have to start people that are shooting off on smaller weapons. Like I've shot my fair share of guns, but when I shot the AR-15, I was I was shaking like a leaf. Like <laughs> I was just petr petrified. Really? It is a yeah, it's a uh. big, loud, bl scary black gun, and I was just like, <laughs> I, I cannot handle this. I can't. Uh, but you know, you know, you you can really mess people up with any any kind of gun. So I oh, suppose sure. just intellectually, it was different for some reason. There's uh. There, I don't think there's a person in the world who, if you take them out shooting 22 or something like that, wouldn't have a blast. You know, every so even fun. the most anti-gun yeah. people, it's like, all right, just just come shoot some cans with some 22 and warm up to it a little bit. And or uh, shooting skeet is really fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys know how Jewish people have their um, birthright trip, and they like go and they find the Jews in America, and they say you get a free trip to Israel. They yeah. should have that, but with guns, like the NRA should start <laughs> doing like gun right, American right, and then yeah, like, like you yeah. go on a free trip to some state that lets you shoot guns, and you get to shoot guns. Exposure, <laughs> like That's a great idea. exposure is a big is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, even even people who are anti gun, when you get when you actually give them the experience, and they realize. <laughs> Um, what what we're actually talking about. And then if you can get them a step beyond that and talk about all the laws that we have that regulate them and how they really don't make a lot of sense on any objective basis, yeah. that uh, that's always productive. It's uh, I think you're exactly right that it's it's just people who have been told stories or seen the news about the scary mass shooting who've never actually handled these things for themselves, mm -hmm. uh, who who generally oppose them the most. I think it's. um. What was it Steven Crowder was saying or someone was saying, I don't I don't like to frame up issues like this that much because I hope there's more nuance. But on guns in particular, it really seems like there are people who know what they're talking about and generally have a, a, a similar perspective on it. And people who have no idea what they're talking about yeah. and have a similar perspective. And I don't like that it's informed versus not informed. But on that issue, I, I think it really is. Mm -hmm. I saw somebody in chat say, forget guns, Chuck Spears indoors. <laughs> Narwhal tusks is the uh, English way. Yeah. Man. Never forget. Do you remember that story, Brittany? Which one? Uh, was it the London? There have been so many terrorist attacks. I can't even keep track. It was London. Yeah. There was a guy on a bridge. What did he have? Was it a gun? I think the terrorist or? had a machete or maybe he was a bomber. I forget what he was doing, but he was an Islamic Some Muslim thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even remember, but nobody had any weapons because UK law is idiotic. And so somebody uh, grabbed a narwhal tusk off of the wall at a bar and like fended oh. him off. Yeah. <laughs> with that. Fighting him with a tusk. Yeah. It's like fencing. You yeah. Have the fence in the UK to protect yeah. yourself. Just so, yeah. so incredibly insane. But you, but you're right. It really is our, our birthright here in America. I wish people were more well-versed. Yeah. yeah, I saw a video. Uh, I forgot who made the video, but I had come across it on YouTube. And they were going across to Americans and putting they put a bunch of guns on the table. Some had wood on it and some looked more mechanical. Like, right. And it's like black scary gun versus wooden guns. And they're like, point to the gun you think should be banned. And then they point to the black guns, even though the wooded ones were like even more intense and could kill more people. And they're just like, yeah, that one, because when they're asked why they picked it, they're like, that one, because it looks scary. 
and a bunch of people, that's just what they think. Yeah. That's how that's... uninformed they are. Not that I'm an expert. I, I can't even name like calibers or anything. But sure. No, but that's definitely true. Even me and I'm somewhat well-versed in guns. When it came to the AR-15, I was all hung up on the way that it looks. Even though it's easier to fire, it's more accurate than other guns that I have in my possession. And I was still hung up on that. So the average American that doesn't know anything about guns, I can definitely see how. how and then you realize that so, so much of our laws are crafted that way. Oh, if the gun yeah. looks this way, if it has this attachment in this way, or if it doesn't have this measurement exactly, if it's shaped yeah. this way, it's, it's illegal or highly regulated. If it's shaped that way, it's not. We're getting hung to, up on the silencers and stuff like that. Oh, it seems God. like super irrelevant to well, the larger question. On the hearing thing, that's what's frustrating too, is the, you know, back, back in the, when um, Trump had uh, Congress, the Senate, and the presidency in the first uh, couple of years of his term, that was one of the big pushes was to get uh, suppressors deregulated so that you could buy them off, off the shelf just like any gun. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a dream, man. Like to get to get us for any home defense purpose, you'd love to have one or just to shoot at the range. Like, yeah, I like to go shoot at the range. And yeah, there are like. There's houses and stuff in, in that area, or there's a campground. I don't want to be noisy for people. I don't want to be a dick about you it. You shot with a suppressor, right? Uh-huh. But I don't I've own one. I've heard that yeah. it only, we talked about it on the show one time, it only reduces the the decibels by like 70%. There's this movie um, image that everybody has with suppressors where you shoot somebody and it's totally silent, but that's not it, really It depends on the caliber and what you're shooting, but most of the, for, for a lot of stuff, you're still going to need ear protection. Yeah. But um, but that's the point is like if you can reduce your shot by 20, 30 decibels, why not? I would like yeah. to. Do that. And certainly if it's in my home and I, I potentially have to use this for a defense purpose. Yeah, I don't want to blow out my eardrums if I have to defend my my life and my property. Mm. What's there? What's the argument for even banning it in the first place? Like, is there an actual argument? Because you snipe people with them like it's a movie. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything to make the gun more dangerous. Yeah, I guess they're afraid that people are going to be able to like get away, get away with, with murder. People. Yeah, I think that that's the argument. I, although I've never really heard somebody argue against suppressors in any meaningful way. So I don't know, but I would assume that that was the argument. The, it, the only way it makes sense is if it's like James Bond stuff where you are silently assassinating people, but that's not really a thing. Yeah. I, I'm like thinking of Hitman. Is, is that how they view the world? Like everyone's yeah. just Hitman. Yeah. That is probably what they think of gun owners though. It's very cartoonish. Yeah. Funny. So there is a, I'm sure you guys heard about Joe Biden breaking his foot. It's fake. Yeah, it's it. It's probably fake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, do you guys think that he actually broke mm, his foot or I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm highly conspiratorial about this, but I don't even know what I'm thinking it is or why they would do this. But I'm thinking it's going to turn into something else. Like maybe he'll get coronavirus and die because I'm fairly convinced that this was all about getting Kamala in. Because she's morally unscrupulous. She's probably more evil than Hillary Clinton. We just don't know mm-hmm. it yet. Uh, and she has more uh, life to live than Biden. Um, so so I think it was always about her. But I think that there's some angle here that we're yet to see. Yeah, I thought it was weird, too. I saw the the video version where he was just walking on it like normal. And a bunch of people were saying in replies that, uh, they had sprained their foot, broken their foot before, and that is not you how it works. Yeah. I, I don't know if that, just, have you guys before? Because I've never had a serious injury in my ankle. So 
I've had a really true? bad sprain before, like bruising all the way in between the toes and stuff. I've never broken an like a, an ankle bone. I broke but, my ankle and oh, I was you? off of it entirely for six weeks, and then I had to wear a boot for like three months after that. Wow. And he's just hopping around. Didn't like, didn't yeah. he walk out of the clinic with nothing on it, or am I mistaken? I thought that he just walked clean out of there. I didn't but, see that. Wow. I know he walked out, but I don't know if he had the boot on or not. And uh, in any case, uh, I I just I just think it's a weird story, and I think it's a very yeah. I think it's a very convenient way to potentially cover for a more serious medical issue or a more serious medical evaluation. And of course, evaluation. There's an angle I didn't think of. Yeah. That's well, smart. what like what if he need? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I haven't fleshed out the theory. I don't know what the clinic he went to is. It probably is. They specialize in ankles only and that's it. I don't know. But (laughs) the ankle clinic. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But um, but think of it. This I don't I guess in fairness, he has made these public appearances because we've seen him with his boot out there. But again, if you're looking for a way to hide Joe Biden, which they were perpetually throughout the campaign, broken foot, broken ankle, whatever. That's another way to just kind of put grandpa back in the basement and do whatever you need to do while he's sitting down there being a placeholder, essentially. That's true. But wouldn't they want to keep him out there to use him because he's so mentally pliable? I mean, he can barely function. He can't even get a sentence out without like calling his dead son, his granddaughter or something like dude, dude is demented, straight up demented. Yeah. And it's it's just such weird times. We're supposed to believe this is the guy who received the most votes in the history of the country (laughs) and nobody gives a shit. He can just disappear into his basement. Nobody cares. Don't want to see him. Don't, I have no time for this man. All it, all that matters is you get the orange guy out of the white house. That's what he represents. He's a placeholder for everything. He's a placeholder for not Trump. And he's a placeholder for fringe progressivism. And or exactly, communism yeah. that they're going to try to install through him. Yeah. What did he I say don't... about poop? Sorry, I'm interrupting. What did he say about poop? Pete Buddha, Pete Buddha judge. I just had a stroke <laughs> right there. Um, he did Joe say Biden's back... energy. <laughs> yeah, he's channeling through you. He yeah. did say back. It was back during the campaign. He, he said, um, I am a transition candidate for the progressives like Pete Buddha judge or the yeah. future like Pete Buddha judge. Yeah. Just openly yeah, admitted, I don't just know like how he to opened... pronounce his name either. By the way, I just think like Pete Booty Butt. Pete exactly, butt. it's nothing but butt, butt jokes. Yeah, butt yeah, a plug. It's so easy. Pete put it in my butt. <laughs> Pete, whatever. <laughs> you know, all of those. I like that. Uh, but but the, the, Joe said that specifically. Don't forget, Joe also said we have the most extensive voter fraud organization okay. in the history of the country. I know he's an old man. I know you say a million words, and sometimes you say things weirdly. But he's said a series of things. That have to raise your eyebrow where you're, it's it's just like, what is this guy talking about? Yeah. What? Why is that, that even in his brain? Yeah. yeah. But also, wouldn't you tell him nothing if you were Democrats? I'd be like, all right, you're the face of all of this. And because you can't speak in public without telling everybody what our agenda is, like, we're going to tell you nothing. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of questions about their strategy with that, too. It's like, um, why didn't they just put Kamala as the front runner instead of having to do all these like mm. hypothetical shenanigans, if yeah. that's what they're doing. If you did like, rig it. one to vote for her. She's just too unlikable. She's this she is cackling, really childless hag. It's like nobody was going to vote for her. She's never won an elected position, right? Or well, she they has, were, but, but it's well, still like blue no matter who. And, yeah. You know, like I feel like they still would vote for her, even if, even as unlikable as she is and all the, faces she makes that makes her so unlikable 
Yeah, if it came down to her versus Trump, yeah, people would. But yeah, yeah. and I, I think know. that's undeniable because even when you, uh, I think I saw it on John Doyle's one of his videos where he was interviewing people that were voting Joe Biden. He was like, "Why are you voting Joe Biden?" And basically, almost all the time, they're like, "You know, he's not my ideal candidate, but you know, it's better than Trump. Right? It's better than Dorito dictator." Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe I think both sides just- actually agree. Yeah, maybe if they ran Kamala, they would have just had the same outcome. And they cheated anyway, so why does it really matter that much? By the way, Ron uh, Ronson gave a $5 super chat, and this is to Blonde. It's about effing time you and Blonde started to stand up for America. (laughs) (laughs) No, Skag is a patriot through and through. I'm the one that's given up on this country. I'm not standing up for America. What are you talking about? Have I said anything patriotic on this stream? This country's toast. (laughs) It's over. It is. It's It's finished. (laughs) Yeah. Had a good run. It was a pretty good run. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the decline. I bet other countries are like laughing in their own hell. Like they already had theirs and then like they're watching us just crumble down. Yeah. There is something. It's kind of a relief that we're not going to be responsible for being the world's foremost empire anymore. It's kind of like, let's just let China deal with all this shit. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. Yeah. (sighs) So there's a funny article i wanted to show you guys it's about aoc i don't know uh if you guys heard but aoc is back at it again hold on let me go ahead and share the screen for you guys so you can see it says aoc has been promoting new merchandise on social media uh, $65 which ironically includes a $65 tax the rich sweatshirt yeah it's after her uh, shenanigans with streaming on Twitch, and now now this. I heard she's crushing it on Twitch. She's going to become an e-girl after her co- time in Congress is over, I think. Yikes. Yeah, I think so, too, because she pulled a lot of people. I, I just clicked in out of curiosity to see, like, after the hype, what she has, and she had, like, thousands upon thousands of people watching and soon you're going to have people that are governors speaking in pog champanese making like verbally regurgitating twitch emotes like oh, you God. thought it couldn't get any worse this hell yeah. that we're in but now we're going to deal with that <laughs> i don't what like, is it with her do, do people just want to bang her is that the whole thing you know i really don't get it at all because in my personal opinion i'm straight so consider that but i don't think she's attractive like For politics so, though she's like i don't know. really get it like melania is like a 10 compared to her you know what i mean like melania is like a goddess and yeah. and she just kind of looks average yeah yeah it's true i don't I know don't she's really kind of butterface that video of her dancing mm-hmm. in college she was kind of like all right but she's got those crazy eyes those realtor eyes for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. yeah but had she responded to this controversy because everyone's ripping her for capitalizing on her anti-capitalist views essentially uh, but has she explained i think some of what i saw some of her defenders were saying oh but it, that's because it's a union made american made sweatshirt and also it includes a donation or what and that's all fine i i don't care why it costs 65 dollars. the point is like you are using your your influence your position in society to make a buck or two by selling t-shirts in any other context, there's no problem with that. I don't have any issue with that 
whatsoever other than when you perpetually demonize people who have made it in this country by being entrepreneurial in similar ways and call them the problem and pledge to steal all their wealth to fix everything. Yeah. This shirt's my favorite. Drink water <laughs> and don't be racist. I like how she's literally saying, what does that mean? Like, is there something I'm missing here? Because saying drink water just makes me think drink fluoride, like drink, <laughs> drink contamination, drink the Kool-Aid and don't yeah. be racist. What? How are those two things even related? You know, racists also need water too. So I, I don't really understand what the <laughs> angle is here. I, th I think she's saying like stick to, I think it's like a remember the basics kind of thing. Or yeah, That's how I interpret oh, it. Like fair oh, but, minimum or something. Oh. Or just like remember to, these are good habits for your day, something like that. But why wouldn't oh. you say like get some exercise and don't be racist? That would be sure. more clear. Something Stupid. like that. But, uh, there have been, haven't there been all sorts of water issues that were deemed racist? Like, wasn't the Flint, Michigan water scandal supposedly a racist issue or something like that? I'm yeah, just saying, right. ev when everything is racist, you can find a way to make drinking water racist. And I'm sure that's been done. They made in, drinking milk racist at Hwindu. Yeah. And that was literally as a joke, by the way. That literally happened from Hwindu. I was there when it happened. The, everyone that was at the can was like, you know, I bet we can make milk racist because there was a guy that went there that was um, he drinks raw uh, drinks and eats raw meat because he had Crohn's disease, I believe. And mm. it helped that. So he went to Hindu and he was just drinking his raw milk and uh, or whatever process that they don't do to it that they do to other milk. And then they're like all taking a sip and they're like, I bet we can make milk racist like if we drink it obnoxiously. And then they did. And then next thing you know, like it's all over the news how milk is racist yeah yeah <sighs> what a world so if you can do that i think you can make drinking water racist like you're buying water that isn't tap you're a racist type of thing well clean water is itself a, a racial privilege right that's uh, that's what we always hear is like you don't necessarily have those amenities when you live in uh when you live in a place that is polluted by environmental racism or whatever else, you know, just cause you have clean, like clean water from your tap is itself a, a perspective of privilege. Oh, that's you can so make the dumb. case. Yeah. They're like geographical racism yeah. basically. By the way, I was looking at the, the site at the shop.ocasiocortez.com site where the merch is being sold. Cause they said ironically selling it, but I was so I was like, okay, maybe she's not actually selling it. So I clicked around and on the site, you can add it to your cart and you can make a, additionally, it makes you uh, opt in or out of a, a contribution to her. Oh, so that's an add on. That's not part of the cost. I thought they were saying on Twitter, that's part of the cost. Like you, you buy the sweatshirt for $58 that says tax the rich. And then you can additionally, um, <sighs> add a contribution oh, okay whoa wait. that's even worse premium for a donation oh okay so yeah it is considered a campaign contribution just the purchase itself because they're still requiring you to treat the buy itself as though it was a donation to our campaign this so, is actually okay. worse than i thought like i thought that if because they said ironically in the news article so i thought oh you know not selling it. but no how do you ironically sell something that says tax the rich <laughs> like she's probably a millionaire right well i guess yeah, yeah i guess she would say well um, yeah i want to earn all my money and then also be taxed after i earn it i don't know whatever at least you get something when you buy the shirt you know 
Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. She's right. That is worse. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna ironically wear it after ironically giving her money. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go that far as to give her sixty bucks to own AOC. I'm definitely not doing that. Well, there all these people. How many orders do you think went through? They're like ironically fighting capitalism by funding capitalism. Well, yeah, and it's like oh, we're money. we're gonna spend all this money to get AOC into office so that she can go take other people's money to do the things I want. Imagine if you pocketed your sixty bucks, kept it yourself, and put that towards making the change in the world around you that you actually wanted to see. If you started doing it yourself instead of devising this weird scheme to steal everyone else's money to make it happen, maybe it actually would become a reality, but. No, that's not the world we operate in. Someone else has to do it for me because I'm entitled to it. Be the change. Yes. I, I, yeah. To who was it that said that? Was that an Obama quote? I don't know. Ugh, was it? Maybe I feel he like was, it is. Maybe he was right about that, that one. I don't know. But that's not what he meant anyway. I think change was his whole like campaign slogan. I was kind of young when he was doing it, so I don't remember yeah. it too well. Um. Did you guys hear about the Alex Jones, Joe Rogan? Because you might have not because YouTube has been apparently banning all these clips of it that people have been posting. He had him on again, right? Yeah. On Alex Jones show, he had Joe Rogan on and they were talking. And for some, I didn't get a chance to sit there and watch the whole thing because I had to do tonight's episode of Internet Girl. But um, I did see a clip at around, I believe it was 62 minutes in. It's on some website called band.video. Oh, so this is Joe on Alex's show. Yeah. Okay. Oh, never mind. And, yeah, I haven't uh, seen any of this. Yeah, the only thing I got to see was at 62 minutes in approximately that Joe Rogan said something along the lines where um, like, oh, uh, Californians are mutts or he was quoting someone mm-hmm. kind of like you can't really tell if it was him quoting someone. And I had listened to the minute before to see the context, but um if it was a quote or if he was just saying it, Joe Rogan, but he said like, Cal- le- he was someone leaving California, how someone was advising him. They're like, yeah, leave California, California mutts. And I'm, I want to see if he'll get canceled on Twitter for that. Like they'll have their next wave of cancel Joe Rogan. Why they're mad that about clip. that? Cause that's supposed to be like a racial term or why are they mad? About no, that? I'm, I'm saying I saw the, the timestamp. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, if that'll catch on as like the next, cancel joe rogan thing because they that would be something i f- i think they would find offensive like oh you're just calling californians mods type uh, of thing it's, it seems like there's periodically efforts to go after joe rogan but they never really stick i thought they would have succeeded more by now mm-hmm, but i agree but it, it hasn't yeah. really happened and um and now that he's moving into spotify that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out there was that speculation that spotify was censoring him but it sounds like that was mostly untrue like there there, it was just that the episodes weren't loading in or something like that and he's so rich he has so much fuck you money now yeah i mean that's pretty coincidental though for all the episodes that had controversial figures on it to not upload is that what you're saying like they that had was the well i haven't followed up on it so i don't know but but back like a few months ago that was the controversy was hey the alex jones episode is missing hey yeah. the gavin mckinnis episode is missing and people were thinking spotify deleted yeah. those and then spotify and or joe rogan i can't remember who, who came out and said but they said no we're just there's some issues with importing the entire library they're gonna show up just give it a little bit but i haven't i haven't checked back since that story broke so i don't know if they got posted or not I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Though. I don't think they did, but uh, we did find out. 
that that was not true that, that they had just picked in and chose. i think that i read that on um michaela peterson's instagram oh yeah because she was one of the people who had her episode of on joe right. deleted or Which supposedly not deleted. controversial at all yeah. she just talked about herself mm-hmm. for like three hours Eat more meat, I think, was the the TLDR on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always yeah. the TLDR with her. Yeah. Why do I just want to go on other people's shows and talk shit on Michaela Pierce? And I do this all the time. <laughs> we, it probably happens for 15 minutes a week on our show, something like that. Just something about her. It just, just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, she's, she's had a couple of things where it was like, hmm, that happened. Like with the guy she dated, he was like, I'm, I'm going to use the word acted like in my opinion a pimp was talking hmm. about like having girls and who andrew tate yeah i don't know his name but like the guy she was with and then like yeah. her taking the bikini photo or not even bikini it was it wasn't bikini it was uh like in her bedroom she had brown panties on she takes a photo of herself and her kids like on her the kids bed in the back. Yeah. yeah like so she's had a couple of like eh things so i can and the slutty lobster for halloween i'm like yeah mm. that too yeah i could see why some people may be like eh on her I, oh and i saw a thing um it's biased of course i saw a vegan gains video on her diet she calls it the lion diet where you eat nothing but meat it's basically keto but more extreme and uh he was talking about that she doesn't really have any facts to back it up it's just mostly anecdotal yeah i didn't know that guy was still around vegan about him yeah he has only fans now i think with his girlfriend too what that's last i heard about he has only fans or she does both of them do they like dudes are on only each other or what's the so she had one first i remember seeing on my timeline and then he opened one i believe okay i just oh, remember him and then he and then he yeah and then he would promote her at first and then i think he opened his own one and was Chicks like do not want to see pictures of any dudes dick like they just don't we, we get those for free yeah. yeah i was gonna say who what kind of uh what kind of low quality woman would pay for dick pics? That's <laughs> a vegan Dane. <laughs> I what just is remember... this world? This is so bizarre. Back like it two or three bizarre. years ago, that guy was going crazy all the time responding to people. Like I remember him in all sorts of heated YouTube debates. Yeah, I think yeah. he still does do debates. He had some like decent debunk videos where he goes through and like says this that where he makes a few good points and stuff like that but i wouldn't have expected somebody like him to open an only fans only because i had seen him one time refer to blair white and he was talking about her her tits like she's showing her tits and it's like then why would you mention that but maybe he had a change of heart i don't know maybe it's but- just him like spanking himself with a rare steak <laughs> This is where we're headed. We're going to move to an OnlyFans economy very soon. That's all it's (laughs) going to be. It's just everyone has an account and we all pay each other for news because that's all that's left. There's nothing. You can't open a business. Just open an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Since COVID, it actually did. There's a huge surge in OnlyFans accounts. So much so that OnlyFans had to reduce their referral rate because so many people were joining and cashing in on it. Like literally like sex trafficking there's like people on youtube that'll make videos like look how glamorous my life is and these aren't age restricted so kids are seeing this and uh um either way kids would see it but even more so if it's like just out there on age restricted and uh then you know as soon as they turn 18 they click the link and then they sign up and then 
the person makes money like a pimp. It's like a, it's like a, what do you call it? Like a scam triangle, a pyramid scheme in a way. It's kind of sex trafficking if you think about it. Oh man, destroy the grid. Maybe that's what we need. Just reset. Maybe the great reset. Maybe that's really what we need. I mean, we've already screwed up relationships between men and women so much with all this gender bending and all this, you know, all the excesses of feminism and all that. And now you've entered a time in this country where you're, you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to do any normal aspects of social life. Even if you wanted to take a woman out on a date to a restaurant, you can't even do that anymore. And so now there's this new economic opportunity where you just post nudes for money and it's very easy. So a lot of women do it. And then oh, there's a whole bunch of men who are just, even if we Steving. wanted to t- even, yeah, like, and even if we wanted to take women out traditionally, we can't anyway. So it's like, all right, pay her a couple bucks for, uh, for tit picks or something. This is, yeah. this is going to be incredibly damaging long-term. Yeah, yeah, it I is think really so. easy. That, that's true. But easy as a society, in some aspects, like yeah. there's con- there's consequences. That's the thing. Men always say like about, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I were a girl and I could get free money. But it's not free money. Like, first of all, they're still paying taxes on it, which is weird because like you're paying the government for your pussy. That's kind of <laughs> weird. Um yeah. For the government to pimp you. Yeah. But also the fact the long term effects of like mental damage as shown by original prostitution let's call it street walking yeah. you know you have all these statistics about the cause that what type of people go into that people that have uh damaged homes people that have mental issues already go into that people that don't have family and uh you're gonna see the same thing i think we don't have the stats to show because obviously OnlyFans is such a new thing it's like a new flavor of prostitution but you're gonna see in a few years from now that it's going to be true once again because it's at the end of the day it's still prostitution. Yeah, and I, I, man, I hope. I guess I hope those girls are really cashing in because you know, give it ten years time, you're not going to be cashing in anymore. And I, I, I really wonder how are the, are those girls going to find good husbands in the future? I think yeah. if if it was me and I was dating now and I knew, and it was someone who has or had an OnlyFans, and I know there's a whole bunch of nudes of her out there, that's pretty much a deal breaker. I'm not I'm not going down that path. Mm-hmm. Same the other way around too. Like yeah. there was a guy that did that. And that's the other thing. A lot of guys cry about, oh, how how come women can do this but men can't? Um actually men can and can. it's yeah. crazy. Like Nick Acado shows his literal I'm not being hyperbolic. He shows his hairy butthole, spread cheeks, and he's in the top like 0.1% of OnlyFans. <laughs> like you guys really? can do it if you really want to. Yeah, for real. I, what? What's this the guy? Mukbang guy that's like really dramatic. Nick Avocado? Nick Acado. Nick Nick Acado Avocado. I can't say his name. I don't right. want to see the guy who picks, but I just Okay. But yeah, he's in the top percent. Yeah. Because of hairy butthole pictures. He okay. he posts his hairy butthole pictures and he posts pic- someone showed me the leaks and he has like photos of his penis that are is soft and like there's girls that are subbed to him on OnlyFans. It must be only and he's gay, by the way. And there's girls. Oh, they're on Twitter. Him. Oh my god, no, close the. Wait, wait, me. I want to. No, no, no. You have to Google that yourself. <laughs> One of them. Okay, there was a video Ew. that I just saw on Twitter that looked like him. I don't know if it's this what it was, but it looked like him getting pounded by a huge fat guy. And then you scroll down, and it was pictures of the aftermath. Is what I just saw on Twitter. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But I can't. Don't say. Don't say uh, racist words or anything like that. That'll be banned. Right? Or don't claim voter fraud on Twitter. Yeah, but you I find can. This- 
yeah, this is way more <laughs> offensive, honestly. <laughs> like, look at these photos on your own time, guys. But that's way worse, in my opinion, in terms yeah. of like what makes you go <gasps> on, Sorry, on first I, reaction. I don't know if you have a family production here or not. I don't mean to spoil your stream with a discussion well, I've of said such retarded things. a few times and she just said pussy so I think that we're yeah like, yeah <laughs> <gasps> oh my god Maru my mod said it's his husband that you were talking about that oh. was doing the dirty with him so it was legit it was authentic it wasn't even fake apparently okay no this I can't nope nope yeah. never gonna get these yeah, I saw so close now it like flashed on your face <laughs> <laughs> nope no deal yeah Wow. Well, it's been real. I do hear my baby crying. I got a boogie. Oh, my God. This is the note we're ending on, Nick Cotto's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> we that's talked very about appropriate. Some, some real issues today, guys. Yeah, that's very appropriate. Well, okay, let's end on this one. So uh, there was an article about YouTube saying that it will warn users before posting a comment if they believe they're offensive. So, oh, like, yes. you're going to get, like, a notification before you post. Yeah, this will be uh, this will be great to see. I mean, it's it's they kind of already did this in um, they do this with super chat too because it's like on our channel, what some, what people are allowed or not allowed to say in super chat is oftentimes incredibly uh, inconsistent. Like you have a, you have borderline death threats going through, and yeah. then you have someone trying to say like I don't know, to say something that sounds like it might be a racial slur or something and that gets yeah, blocked out yeah. or, you know, things like that. So I I guess what I would never have faith in the AI to actually handle this properly. That said, like we use um, we've used Google Hangouts for our stream the entire time and now it's shifted to Google Meet. One of the first things about the new Google Meet thing that I noticed is it's got a closed caption feature to it. You can turn that on and you can watch the software transcribe you in real time with shocking, job. Yeah. shocking accuracy, like perf- perfection. It, it even wow. it even handles different accents. Uh, really, oh, really wow. Well. I, was gonna th- I was wondering about that because yesterday I was trying to say pido like in a special way. So that like trying to make it not capture the word, the no, no word for child yeah. predator. Yeah. And I was wondering if it would transcribe it in like shadow ban me for if it could still understand it it's Probably. pretty good if you distorted yeah. the word that much maybe not but like i've seen people with english accents speak on it it works great i've seen people with australian accents speak on it it works great and uh so i, I time and again susan at youtube has proved uh if she wants to ban certain phrases she will do it and she she swings that axe with ease so she does We'll see. But yet again, it's YouTube not understanding why people like their platform. It's like people just want to go watch videos of real people they enjoy and say what they want and be left alone. But Susan has to meddle. The more they transition into basically cable TV on the Internet, the more audience they'll lose. And somebody else will capitalize. But it's like, Jesus Christ, YouTube, you just had to sit. You just had to sit back and cash in. That's all you had had to do. You couldn't do it. But they're always in the middle of having a social crisis of, oh, I'm sorry that we're not handling the racists well enough. (laughs) That type of thing. I love how they're shocked, too. It's like, you know, Parler blows up. Um, Rumble's doing great. BitChute has done pretty well. And every time people get banned on Twitter or YouTube, 
there's a follow-up story that's like so and so is still doing well on parlor or rumble well yeah <laughs> just because you ban them doesn't like sever their audience from them those people don't go watch cnn instead they still stay with that person it's just you've been so dumb that you're not part of that equation anymore yeah that, that's all it. the i noticed that you can find a lot of like hidden stuff on BitChute, but that's a double-edged sword because then people say oh all the racists go on there or whatever yeah well yeah that's uh, anything that actually stands for free speech and free expression is deemed racist now yeah yeah because like inherently that's because it does make sense because that's where people that they're describing like that that actually do fintech category are going to go because they're being banned too yeah so that's that's what's going to happen that's where they're going to be push to i have a bit shoot I, I have my videos upload there automatically just in case but yeah. you know not everyone knows about bit shoot unfortunately but they probably will when critical mass of their favorite people have been banned and post there instead you know it's a youtube isn't successful because of susan youtube is successful because of youtubers and when there aren't any more youtubers youtube will burn it's that simple yeah. I'm sorry to keep you on, Blonde, with your baby crying. It's okay. I better I better boogie though. But yeah, uh, I'll, should I I'll just close to, out of StreamYard? I'll yeah, you can you can just well, close it but... out. Thank you so much for having us on, Brittany. We really appreciate it. It's fun to talk to you. No problem. Are you gonna head off too, Matt? Yeah, my car's at the shop and I gotta get down there before the top of the hour. So All right, cool. Um, just one last super chat before you guys go because it sure. was uh, addressed to you guys kind of. Rainer Chen super chat at $5. Is this new? Never thought you'd collaborate. So he seems <laughs> happy we're collabing. Yeah. Well, Thank you guys good. so much. I hope you guys had a good time. We did. We did. It was, it was nice to meet you and uh, hopefully yeah. we'll speak again soon. Yeah. yeah. Bye guys. Have a Thanks good so. one guys.